This is episode 113, Stop Sabotaging Your Wealth and Health and Shine Your Light with Sarah. Welcome to Over It and On With It. I'm your host, Christine Hassler, and for over a decade, I've been a life coach, speaker, and author. Each week, you'll hear me work directly with a caller as I coach them through a goal they want to accomplish or an obstacle they may be facing. I'll provide a blend of practical and spiritual advice as well as tangible actions you can apply to your own life. Now, let's get on with the episode. Welcome back to the show, everybody. Thank you again so much for listening. We've had a lot of new listeners lately, and I just welcome you to the show. If you look in iTunes, all the episodes for the past, gosh, has it been two years? Oh my gosh, it's our two-year anniversary. (laughs) I just realized that it's been two years that this podcast has been going. Holy moly. I'm seriously realizing this in this moment. Anyway, you can go back and listen to the 112 other coaching calls. They're all there on iTunes. So you can go on a binge. And I just want to say a special hello to everybody in my personal mastery program. I know so many of you in the program listen to this show. It's been so awesome supporting you through that course. I've loved our Facebook lives. I've loved our coaching calls. If you didn't make it into mastery this year, hopefully I will be doing it again next year. Who knows? I also want to give a shout out to my inner circle tribe, my membership community. That is something that is always open. You can go to christinehasser.com slash inner circle or email jill at christinehasser.com if you want to get into my membership community so you have more access to me and other coaching calls and just an incredible tribe of like minded people. All right. So I absolutely love the topic of today's coaching session because I think it's going to be something that so many of you will relate to either in the sense you're going through something similar now, or you've kind of gone through something like this in the past. The topic is shining your light. I know that may sound super woo woo and you may be wondering what the heck I mean. So I'll tell you. Shining your light from my perspective means living fully into your potential or at least really taking steps to live toward your full potential. I mean, there's definitely a progression. We don't just boom, arrive at our full potential, but we take those steps and we start to live into our full potential by not limiting ourselves, by sharing our gifts, by expressing ourselves authentically, by going after what we really truly want and not feeling any guilt or shame about wanting it or having it. But here's what is very common to experience when we start to get what we want and when we start living into our potential, we start to fear success. We're concerned about what other people will think or feel, particularly about leaving people from our life behind because we're growing at different rates or we're making them feel uncomfortable. We sometimes doubt all the goodness that's coming in and are waiting for the other shoe to drop. And then... Because of all this, we end up sabotaging our health, wealth, and our relationships. Why is this? Why is it that the closer we get to what we truly want and who we truly are, the more unconsciously we push it away or fear it? Well, that is exactly what I get to the bottom of in my coaching session with Sarah. So as you are listening to this episode, consider, are you right now or has there been a time where things start going great and you sabotage it? 
Like you lose a lot of weight and then you gain it back or you start to make a lot of money and then you lose it or spend it or things start going really well in your career. And then all of a sudden something comes in and you sabotage it. Are you afraid of shining your light because of what other people may think or because you might leave some people quote unquote behind or because maybe other people will be jealous or won't like it? Do you long to feel connected to people so much so that you'll engage in things like people pleasing or caretaking just because you really want to feel like you matter and you really want to be connected to people? And finally, are you willing to admit for the purpose of your growth that perhaps you live in a little bit of a mindset of scarcity rather than really living in an abundant mindset? Keep these questions in mind as you listen to me, Coach Sarah. Before we dive into this call, I want to tell you about my favorite online market, Thrive Market. A lot of you may already know about Thrive Market. I've talked about them before, but if you don't know, let me introduce you to them. They are totally online and they sell all the top organic and healthy products at 25 to 50% off shipped straight to your door. Do a few price comparisons to other like grocery stores, holistic stores like Whole Foods. You can easily find the price comparison on the Thrive Market site. Next to each product, it shows the retail price versus the Thrive Market price. So it's really cool to see how much you're saving. So for those of you who already know and love Thrive Market, I want to tell you what the offer is so that you can go and get it. Thrive Market is offering listeners of Over It and On with it $60 of free organic groceries plus shipping and a free 30-day trial. So keep in mind, all their prices are already 25 to 50% below retail because they cut out the middleman. I'll tell you about that in a second. And now they're offering an extra $60 of free groceries. So to grab it, go to thrivemarket.com slash over it. Okay, so let me tell you a little bit more because I love them. Like I said, they offer the best quality products, the top premium, healthy, organic products that I know and love that I usually get from the grocery store. But unlike your typical organic and non-GMO products that are marked up to premium prices, Thrive Market sells the same organic and non-GMO premium products at wholesale prices. How do they do that? Well, they cut out the middleman and they work directly with the brands and then they can pass the savings on to their members like me and you. And here's where it gets even better for everyone who signs up for Thrive Market membership. They donate a membership to a low income family, veteran, or teacher. So together we're all making healthy living affordable for everyone. That's a company I'm honored to support. Thrive Market also makes it super easy to shop, not only because it's all online and ships straight to your door, but every single product on their site is tagged by over 90 different values. So in one click, you can sort the entire catalog by categories like non-GMO, organic, vegan, gluten-free, paleo, sustainably farmed, etc. So you guys, I really want you to optimize your health and well-being. Take advantage of this offer. Again, they're giving $60 of free organic groceries and free shipping and a 30-day trial membership. So go to thrivemarket.com slash over it, T-H-R-I-V-E-M-A-R-K-E-T.com slash over it. Again, $60 free organic groceries plus free shipping, thrivemarket.com slash over it. And now let's get over playing small with Sarah. Sarah, welcome to the show. What's your question? 
Thank you. Um, my question is, I've read The Big Leap and I'm very familiar with uh, upper limiting, but I find especially I seem to upper limit myself when it comes to weight loss. I'm kind of on this like roller coaster ride and then also success within my businesses. I, I get huge re- results and then I kind of retract back. It's almost as though I'm sabotaging myself, like I'm not worthy or I'm not sure, but I, with my eating, like I was bulimic for 18 years. So I have that idea of, you know, that emotional eating piece still. So I would love to be able to break through both, both that upper limiting in my profession and in within myself, within my goals, weight loss goals. So how do you know it's an upper limits problem? I just feel like, like I'm, I'm fearful of outshining others. So I, you know, when I achieve success within my businesses, I, I kind of am like, it's almost like I don't feel safe there. I don't, maybe it's not upper limiting. Maybe it's just, I just kind of thought that that's what it would be. Well, how do you understand upper limiting? I understand as though, you know, I, I take my life to the next level and then that fear comes in. My ego is super loud and it's, it's as if I don't belong there. So mm-hmm. then I will go in and sabotage those results. Okay. Okay. Well, I think if that is how you understand it, then it makes perfect sense because the most important thing is that we can understand our own behavior in a way that makes sense to us. But that's just the first step. And that's probably why you're experiencing some frustration because you get it intellectually and you're like, oh, but why isn't it changing? Yeah. 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 So I get that. So how do you know, like, how do you know that when you are successful, you're going to outshine others. What evidence do you have for that? I just have that fear of leaving people behind, Mm -hmm. whether it's my friends or my family. So I don't necessarily know that I'm outshining them, but I just have that fear of, you know, I'm growing and expanding yet the people around me aren't. So perhaps I should just retract back because that's my place of safety. Is it really your place of safety or is it your place of comfort? It's my place of comfort. Right. Mm -hmm. And also, do you see how when you see yourself successful, you have a little bit of a judgment that you're going to be above others? Yes. Okay. So is it really that the fear is outshining them or is it the fear that you'll be separate from them? Mm, Yes, that's exactly what it is. So what scares you about being separate from the people that are familiar? Hmm. I would say, you know, just having that sense of feeling alone. Growing up, I I used to be a people pleaser and, and perhaps it's, I'm still carrying a piece of that with me. Right. Well, what, what seems like it's happening both with the weight and the business, there's almost a, addiction to, I don't want to say an addiction to suffering, but that's kind of almost what it is. Mm-hmm. Like, it's almost like things get too good. And then you kind of come back to wait a second, but I'm not struggling. I'm not suffering. This feels weird. How do mm. I get the struggle back? Yes. So this is a question I ask a lot on the show. What is the payoff to sabotaging both your success and your health? I really don't know. I, I mean, I guess it just brings me back to that place of certainty. I, that's that's where I'm certain. Well, that and and if you feel like because we we find belonging in different ways, Sarah. And my sense is that you create intimacy and belonging through 
suffering and problems. Mm. Yes. Like if you think about like your most significant relationships, the people you feel closest to throughout your life up until now, how much of the connection is really based on talking about everything that's great in your life and cheering each other on and just really owning your gifts and acknowledging each other and shining your light. How much of your connection and intimacy up until now from people that, you know, from your past, how much of it was like that? Majority of it was. And, and to be completely honest, I often am the one who am helping others. So I, I feel like I have to be this rock where I have everything together and everything's, you know, I will talk openly and vulnerably about myself and what I'm going through, but for the most part, I'm giving to others and ensuring that assisting them to work through whatever it is that they're wanting to work through. I just want to ask this again, cause I want to make sure I got this right. So my question was in your most intimate relationships, the people you're closest to are those people like really celebrating you, cheering you on, talking about how great you are. Are you connecting on that level? equally back and forth. No. Okay, great. How are you connecting to people? What I heard so far is you kind of caretake them. Yes. And how do they connect to you? I, you know, I guess people are celebrating me, but I'm not necessarily receiving it. Well, maybe they are, maybe they aren't. Because if you are a caretaker, right, if that's sort of the role that you're in, then it may be more that people kind of need you. People Mm -hmm. are used to you being the one that's there for them. Yes. People are used to being able to go to you with their problems. They're not, you're not used to people coming that are good at taking care of themselves and celebrating everything that's great in their life and then celebrating you. Mm-hmm. Do you see what I mean? How it's not a match energetically based on celebration and acknowledgement and both people owning their gifts. Yes. The dynamic you have set up in terms of intimacy and connection with people is either you take care of people or you're suffering in some way to kind of bring yourself down to quote unquote their level. Mm. Yes. Wow. Just, so let me ask you this. How much is connection and belonging important to you? It's everything. Okay. Do you consider yourself a people person, an extrovert? No. What do you consider yourself? I consider myself an introvert and I love people, but I recharge on my own by myself. Right. But And introverts value deep intimacy and connection, mm-hmm. not yeah. surface level. No, definitely not. Exactly. Because it's sort of a myth that introverts don't like connection and just like to be alone. Yes, we may recharge that way, but for introverts, deep connection is important. It's everything. Mm, A bunch of kind of surface level relationships don't do it. No. So, So let's look at this. So if deep intimate connection with people, you said, is everything, can you see how you'd be scared to disrupt the dynamic that you have set in place that creates intimacy. Mm, yes. A hundred percent. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Wow. So, so just kind of talk out the awareness you're, you're having or the insight. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do. I, I used to make myself wrong for um, pushing people away or not having these deep, intimate relationships. But I recognized that I wasn't able to hold those with these people because they were surface. So I would push people away. But for the ones that it's like I have my little tribe now of those deep inner, you know, connection and the deep, meaningful conversations that we have, mm-hmm. I guess I'm afraid of of having to push people away again and, and grow and attract my next tribe. Exactly. Hmm. Wow. So it's a little bit, it's, it's time for a bit of an inventory of your relationships and mm-hmm. look at, cause I can look at times in my life where I was bonding to people because we had similar complaints mm-hmm. or similar issues or I got my value from giving them advice, or I had a problem and then could go to them for their support. So intimacy, it was created, but not, not from my highest self, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. And it perpetuated the need to either have a problem or an issue or to be caretaking Mm -hmm. or to be complaining about the same thing. Right. So for you, perhaps this is more about creating a new way to have intimate connections in your life. And that obviously starts with you, Mm -hmm. right? It really starts with you. And it starts with how you are with yourself during those moments when you're really shining obviously how you are with yourself in those moments when you're struggling, but equally as important is how you are with yourself in those moments when you're shining. Mm-hmm. So instead mm-hmm. of that, the fear coming up and the, is it safe for me to shine? And how long is this going to last? How can you really allow yourself to let it feel good and also to share it? Because part of me feels like you want to keep it a secret. Yeah. What's that about? I I believe I'm afraid of how powerful I truly am, to be honest with you. I know I have these incredible gifts, but I'm, it's like, I'm keeping them to myself. I I don't know what the fear is. Like it's, I trust, I'm building my trust with myself. I wouldn't say I a hundred percent trust myself, but I'm building that trust, but just really putting myself out there is, is, is scary. And again, I've, it's like, I've made myself wrong throughout the years of releasing these people in my life that haven't been serving me. And, and now it's like, Oh, great. Like, I feel I'm on the cusp of doing that again. And it's just like, uh, it's hard. It's hard for me. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and you don't necessarily have to release them. You just put them in different categories. Mm. Mm -hmm. And it's more about um, really honoring the truth of both people. And like a lot of times people may, you may quote unquote outgrow careful not to get into better than less than thinking. It's just Mm -hmm. growing at different rates, different paths, and they may come back around later. But the, the thing that's curious to me is because I feel like this, this thought, this fear of fear, leaving other people behind isn't really it. I feel like it's more about you being so scared that if you're really, if you have it all, you're going to be alone. Mm. So if you look back 
kind of at your programming and your conditioning and how you were raised, what seeds were planted or what did you see or observe that you think might have created this programming? Um, definitely a scare, like my parents, I love them. Um, but definitely there's a huge scarcity mindset and a lot of comparison going on and a lot of enough, not enoughness and, oh, it's okay for them to do it, but we can't do that. Or, right. yeah. Right. And when they would talk about people that maybe had more money or were successful or, um, were bigger in some way, was there a judgment on those people? Huge judgment. And what was the judgment? Oh, they're the, oh, they're the, these people are, you know, they're, they're double income and no kids. And this is what they get to do because of that. Or, or, you know, all they do is talk about how much they have and how much they own and all the things that they do. Right. Mm-hmm. So as a little kid, can you see how you might've formed the belief? If I ever become like that, I won't be loved. Yes. Hmm. And if I ever become like that, I'm going to upset other people. Mm. Yes. So one of the things that helps us release limiting beliefs is to realize they're not ours. Mm. Okay. Like there was a mindset of scarcity that was contagious in your house and you caught it. Yes. Yet you were born with gifts that you know of. And like so many of us that are on the consciousness path, we're often a black sheep in the family. We're Mm. often a bit different. (laughs) (laughs) Yet we come in to break generational patterns. Mm. So what if you were to reframe this whole thing and go, really what I'm doing is I'm fulfilling my purpose to break generational patterns by living into my full potential. Mm, I love that. Would you say that either one of your parents lived into their full potential? No. Great. Definitely not. Now let me ask you this. When you, you say you listen to the show, Mm -hmm. when you hear me coaching and I love coaching, I feel like it's my zone of genius. I just love, 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 love it. How does it make you feel when you hear me living into my potential? Oh, it excites me. I can feel it through, through listening to your podcast, listening to your show. Yeah. I just think it's so, so empowering. So yeah. Inspiring. Awesome. I have goosebumps (laughs) and that's my intention because I want to live into my full potential to give other people a model and permission and inspiration to do the same. Mm. So you can choose to believe that living into your full potential, because it's not necessarily about being successful or being thin or whatever. It's optimal health, optimal wealth, optimal expression. It's human optimization. Mm. You can believe that you're going to leave other people behind or you're going to outshine others. That's the scarcity mindset. Mm. Or you can go, wait a second. When I see someone living into their full potential in all aspects, it inspires me. It pulls me forward. Hmm. Yes. I'm drawn to that. Yeah. Yes. So you need a new picture of what success and health looks like. What you being beautiful and radiant and wealthy and successful and big. And it's not, this is the thing. If you can let go of the comparison, 
like outshining others better than others, blah, blah, blah. If you can let go of that and really hold it as you, Sarah, living into your full potential and knowing that that's a gift to others because it unconsciously gives them permission to do the same. Mm-hmm. But this is going to take some intention and some work on your part because you've got a lot of programming and neural nets in the other direction. So my encouragement to you is to write out a picture of, of what living into your full potential looks like and also how you want to connect and build intimacy with people because you're using, you're even using scarcity in your intimacy. Either the other person needs you. Mm-hmm. So there's a scarcity that way, or you need them and there's a scarcity that way. Right. Or you're pleasing them. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Wow. Huge breakthroughs. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But this is, this is, you know, so much about, wow, I am breaking a pattern. I'm breaking a generational pattern mm-hmm. and I'm healing, you know, both ways, both backwards and forwards generationally people living in a scarcity mentality because it's a, it's a, a sad way to live, mm-hmm. to be, to be the victim, to be less than, to compare yourself to others. And you had to, you had to see that and experience it because that's how we learn. We learn through contrast and let the kind of your past and the pain of living in that scarcity and building intimacy and codependent needy ways, let that inspire you to live into your potential more because the more you do that, the more other people who are in that scarcity, people-pleasing, codependent thing will see that and you'll give them kind of the inspiration and opportunity to come out because it's completely backwards thinking that when we shine brightly, we're outshining others and making them feel small. Really, when we shine brightly, not from our ego, but from our essence, and I really get that's where you're coming from, then that becomes contagious. Why do you think scarcity is contagious, but shining your light isn't? Mm. Hmm. Yes. So just like you kind of caught the scarcity, you can go, oh, wow, like how we are really is contagious. Mm-hmm. So me shining my light, it's going to be contagious in terms of spreading other people shining their light. It's not going to make people feel small. That's the complete opposite. Yes. It's going to inspire others to do the same. Yes. Yeah. And here's the thing about breaking generational patterns. It does feel scary because we're like, I might lose the love and connection and intimacy. When we start to shine in new ways and connect in new ways, there is that part of us that's like, ah, I'm going to lose love. I'm going to lose connection. So that's why it's so important during these times when you're literally reprogramming yourself to really, really have that relationship with self. Mm -hmm. And that sense of safety and reassurance and love and connection, that's got to be on point. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. One thing that I tell myself when I'm going through any kind of growth spurt is it's not scary, sweetheart. It's just change. Mm. It's just change. You're just growing. It's okay. Okay. 
And in this, you can ask for help. You can ask your higher power for help. You can ask for your soul family to start to show up. But if you want that to happen, you can't have one foot in scarcity, people-pleasing, sabotaging, playing small, and one foot in I want to live into my full potential. Hmm. Yeah. Shivers. <laughs> <laughs> that's totally how I feel I'm living right now is one foot in, one foot out. Yeah. Well, that's mm-hmm. going to that's gonna create the sabotaging behavior. Okay. Because you're trying to be in both worlds. Right. And you've got to choose. Oh, yes. Oh, and, so much. And once you go all in, Sarah, once you go all in, you'll see the sabotaging behavior starts to fade away. Wow. This is powerful. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Biggest takeaway. Well, there's multiple, but I think the biggest one is that I have one foot in and one foot out of one foot in scarcity and one foot in of letting my light shine. But then when my light shines, I feel like it's shining too much. I put both feet back into that water of scarcity. So Mm -hmm. now it's time to cannonball into my own light and embrace that so I can empower others to do the same. Exactly. Mm. Not only empower others, but connect with others. Because when we shine into our full potential, we don't want to just see ourselves as a leader. Right. We want to be available mm. for intimacy. Mm. One thing one of my healers said to me yesterday, we were talking about sovereignty. And for me, I think of like a queen sitting in a throne, not in like being better than, but just like in power, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, it's like that image of being grounded and rooted in our power, but open and available. Mm. Yes. So that's the dance for you because you're either completely available and available for intimacy in your old pattern or you're shining your light and alone. <laughs> so yeah. as you go and live into your full potential and want to empower people just in terms of who you are, know that you too will be empowered and keep yourself open and available. Mm. Don't just yeah. be a leader. Okay. Oh, that was, that was huge. Thank you. I just had huge breakthroughs there. Oh, thank you so much. My pleasure. Thank you to Sarah for being so incredibly coachable and courageous and bringing forward such an important topic. So let me break down this call a bit. Before we could talk about changing her behavior and kind of getting over the fear of success, we had to get to the root of why she was so scared to really shine her light. Remember, there is always a payoff to anything we're doing, even the things that we really don't want to be doing. We think there's no payoff. We can list the costs and we're like, I want to stop doing this, but here's the deal. We would not be doing them if there was no payoff. So we've got to get to the payoff. As you heard, the payoff Sarah was getting from sabotaging her health and wealth or success was around connection. She had a habit of creating intimacy through people needing her through pleasing people, or through having a problem or an issue that she could complain or commiserate about. Basically, she'd make herself small to create a bond and connection with someone else. So the major opportunity here for Sarah is to learn how to connect and foster intimacy in healthier ways to stop being a people pleaser. And honestly, sometimes the way people pleasing shows up is dimming our light or playing small to make other people feel comfortable. So if you're doing that, stop doing that. It's time for her and for you to connect authentically 
By that, I mean really sharing and connecting in a way that's real for you. It means connecting about everything that is super amazing about you and that is happening in your life. It also means being vulnerable with others, but not slipping into patterns of people-pleasing, caretaking, or playing small. I also want to highlight the conversation I had with Sarah around her fear of living into her full potential. I use myself to give her a picture of the impact that someone shining her light has on another. As you heard, when she thought of me doing this podcast and living in my zone of genius and stepping into my full potential and shining my light from my heart, it made her feel empowered and inspired. That sounds pretty good to me. The picture she had in her brain about what shining her light would look like was completely different than the reality of what it will do. It was just fear that was getting in her way. That said, it is true that not everyone is going to be inspired or encouraging when we step fully into our potential or start becoming more successful, happier, or healthier because it could trigger insecurities inside of them. But maybe that's exactly what they need. Maybe at some point their insecurities or jealousy will become painful enough that they'll start to do their own work that eventually catapults them into stepping into their full potential. Either way, shining your light, stepping into your full potential with grace, with heart, with love, with honesty, with authenticity is a good thing, not something to fear. And it's your birthright. We are all deserving of living into our full potential. And I would be remiss right now if I probably didn't read one of the most well-known passages about this subject matter. I would guess 99% of you have already heard this, but it's so powerful. I think we can never hear this enough. This is by Marion Williamson. Our deepest fear is not that we're inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we're powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, and fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your plain small does not serve the world. There's nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that's within us. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. Oh, I love that. Google that. Marion Williamson, Our Deepest Fear, print it out, put it on your mirror, read it every day. There's such a transmission in that. That's why I wanted to read it to you. So I have some assignments for you, but before I go into those, I want to share with you about another offer from one of our sponsors, Daily Harvest. I love Daily Harvest. Again, <laughs> I really like to be fed well and Daily Harvest helps me with that. I mean, you've heard me talk about how much I love healthy eating, or you've listened to one of my interviews with top health experts like JJ Virgin and Mark Sisson, where we talk about the importance of real food packed with nutrients and fresh veggies and fruits. But you may have thought, well, that sounds great. And that's the kind of thing I quote unquote should be eating, but who has the time to make that every day? Wouldn't it be great if you could get those perfect nutrient dense meals without having to hit the farmer's market or the store or chop up a million veggies? Well, you can get all your superfoods super fast with Daily Harvest. Daily Harvest sends superfoods straight to your door with your choice of smoothies, activated breakfast bowls, or soups. I actually just had the coconut carrot curry soup last night for dinner. It was so good. And it was so easy. Literally, I take it out of my freezer. I pour some water in it. 
I put it into a pan. I can see all the, the fresh ingredients heated up delicious because each single serving cup comes ready, ready to blend or to heat. You just store them in the freezer, pull them out when you want dinner or breakfast or lunch or snack. And I love that their produce is organic and unrefined and looks as amazing as it tastes. And Daily Harvest freezes all their ingredients at peak freshness, sealing in their nutritional value. And you heard how I prepared my soup last night. Insanely easy. Takes about 30 seconds. So you can eat right, right now. Here's your call to action. Go to daily-harvest.com, D-A-I-L-Y-H-A-R-V-E-S-T.com and enter the promo code over it to get three items free off your first box. That's promo code over it for three free daily harvest cups at daily-harvest.com, daily-harvest.com. I'll put it in the show notes as well. And finally, your assignments, your takeaways. If you're engaging in sabotaging behavior, determine what the payoff was. I gave you the example with Sarah. It was really that payoff of connecting. Write up a new way to get that same payoff. Like how else can you be connected in a healthier way or get whatever that payoff is? Also, look at any limiting beliefs that you inherited. Another thing we talked about with Sarah was that her parents lived in scarcity. doesn't mean she has to. She can break that generational pattern. Next, think of people who are shining their light that inspire you. Write about what they do and how they inspire you. Get a new picture of what living into your full potential looks like and see how shining your light and not playing small empowers other people to do the same. And you may be asking, okay, but I don't know what living in my full potential looks like. I don't know what shining my light looks like. Start to write it out. What would your life look like if you were shining brightly, if you were sharing your gifts, if you were speaking from your heart, if you were doing more of what you love, you know what that is. Even if you don't know the exact form, you know the essence of it. So start writing it out, start creating a vision, start creating a picture. You need a direction to go in. So just start with little steps of what that vision could be. Just doing that will empower you to show up more fully. Thank you again for listening. Thank you for allowing me to shine my light and share my heart. I'm no different than you. I'm just doing it in the Christine way. You have the way that uniquely expresses through you. Be you. Shine brightly. Much love and many blessings. Thank you for listening to Over It Non With It. I love hearing from you. So please post your comments or questions at christinehasler.com slash podcast. That's also the place you can sign up to receive coaching from me in an upcoming episode. And if you love this show, please share it and subscribe in iTunes. You can find all my social media handles and sign up to be part of my community at christinehasler.com. Until next week, here's to getting over it and on with it. Much love and many blessings. Blessings.